The views on this program do not reflect those of ONTV or its board of directors. Welcome to OAA Now, your home for Oakland Activities Association news and information. Here's your host, Sammy Terrier. Welcome to OAA Now here. I'm Sammy Terrier, blogger, the Dragons Insider, blog of Inside the OAA, one of the hosts between Terrier's on Orient Neighborhood Television. I'd like to welcome those hearing us on a local voice on SoundCloud and those watching us on Orient Neighborhood Television. I got Ian here this week. I'm back. Yeah. Beautiful Monday, dude. Feeling better? Yeah, I'm feeling good. It's uh, it's just kind of the crazy. Uh, we thought we were going to have soccer this week. We were, we had it on the schedule to go record. Um, ready to go to, I think, uh, a triple header. Mm-hmm. Uh, soccer. Well, that did happen. So that's off the schedule. We're so we're still kind of waiting. What's going on? We do have a guest this week. You know what I mean? Um, we like to bring him on. He's the head coach at Farmington High School, Corey Saroch. Um, coach, welcome to the podcast. Yeah. Hey, guys. Appreciate you having me. Yep. Um, when you look at Farmington, of course, last season, of course, very successful. Of course, that upset of Oak Park and then, of course, um, getting the second round. Um, talk about the recapping that Farmington team from a year ago. Uh, we had a good team. We really enjoyed that group. Um, very senior laden group that had been successful. They won a uh, district championship the year before. Um, as juniors, and then we had a lot of kids coming over from Harrison once the Harrison closure happened. Um, graduated 28 seniors in that group. Whoa. Um, really fun group to coach. Um, you know, really, really fun group to be around every day. Played hard, uh, knew their assignments. It, it was just, you know, everything you look for as a coach. Talk about the Harrison component, you know what I mean, of course, that you mentioned with Harrison closing. Um, what did that do for you guys? Did that really change the whole dynamic of you guys? Uh, I'm not sure it changed the whole dynamic. I mean, we were successful the year before, um, sort of, you know, burst into some success for those kids in their junior year. And then ironically, the kids that came over from Harrison sort of just fit like every position <laughs> that we were lacking. Um, you know, we had a handful of kids move right in and become starters for us. And, you know, the combination of the kids we still had there, from Farmington and then the kids coming over from Harrison, um, you know, definitely made us a, a lot deeper. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, as much as they went to different schools, those kids all grew up together. They went to middle school together. They all knew each other very well. So they blended fast and uh, we had a really good season. A couple points short of where we wanted to be, but still won a lot of big games. Talk about that upset of Oak Park. Um, of course, a lot of people did not see that coming. Um, when you look at that game from a year ago, I mean, like, what was your thought process of pulling that upset? Of course, you were in the blue. Oak Park was in the white. Um, talk about how that feeling was for the kids when they pulled that huge upset that basically sent shockwaves to the state of Michigan. Uh, big win. I mean, we we know what – everybody knows what Oak Park is. They're absolutely fantastic athletes. They're a great football team. They won the white last year. Um, you know, they – they really outsized us on both the offensive and defensive lines. But, uh, you know, as I sort of touched on about my kids before, they're really resilient kids. They're warriors. Uh, they loved and cared about each other and thought we had a good game plan going in there offensively and defensively. And, um, you know, ball bounced our way and our kids <laughs> played hard and we pulled it off. I want to know that regional, when you went to regional final two years ago, you know, that trip to um, when you had to make that trip into Ingham County to play DeWitt. Um, yeah, I try to forget about that one. <laughs> I know, but it's just like that bus ride over there. I mean, like, how was that experience? Well, 
well. I mean, a couple the couple years before that, we were not a playoff football team. Mm-hmm. We were a one and eight team, and then a three and six team, and you know, so we went from being you know winning four total games in two years before that in those kids' high school's career to uh, you know winning a district championship leading up into that, mm-hmm. um, experiencing some success that we hadn't experienced before, sort of laying the groundwork for our program to come back and be successful. And, uh, you know, as much as you want to win that regional final game, the fact that we were in a regional final with those kids that hadn't experienced a ton of success in years past was an accomplishment in my eyes. And, you know, I think it sort of opened those kids' eyes for the next year um, of, of what it took to be, you know, that talented and, you know, make it that far again, um, you know, and hopefully be a little bit better moving in. So I'm t- it wasn't, wasn't a fun bus ride home, but I, I enjoyed what led up to that. Um, talk about the um, – I want to go now back into the Farmington area. Talk about your rivalry with North Farmington, the Farmington Cup. Of course, that is a very important trophy between um, you guys and North Farmington. Um, a lot of people talked about last year's game being like a um, one of the top games in the entire state. Of course, State Chance was there. Um, we previewed it last year. I mean, like um, we actually picked um, different teams, Ian and I did. Um <laughs> in that game, but talk about that rivalry. That was with, fun. Talk about that rivalry with North Farmington, the Farmington cup. Well, I've been at Farmington for a while now. I was the, the DC and the assistant coach um, for years prior to becoming the head coach. And we always had three teams, you know, three high schools. And, you know, obviously the rivalries really existed between those three teams. We all wanted to beat each other, but uh, once Harrison closed and it was really just Farmington and North Farmington, the South side and the North side, yeah. mm-hmm. I, I think that rivalry picked up a little bit. Um, you know, we, we had a great game last year, came up a couple points short, but you know, a defensive battle on both sides. That was a uh, crazy game. It was, it was a, another one that, you know, we wish we came out on top on, but our kids played hard and, um, you know, it's, it's a heck of a rivalry. We look forward to having it continue to be that for years in the future. And, and like you said, we play for that trophy and, you know, everybody wants to bring that trophy home on the bus with them and, you know, put it up in their, in their office and you know keep it for 365 days so uh we don't have it right now and we want to get it back so um when of course talk about you know what i mean that um rivalry of course more in the depth a little bit of course you now john herstein took over at north farmington um how was that rivalry and i've watched the tv interviews that you've had on farmington tv 10 um you know about the rivalry you know you two together i mean like um talk about how john herstein's been for North Farmington and being the rival, you know what I mean? I mean, they've been there for a year. They had a really good year. Um, <laughs> you know, we obviously want to beat them. They want to beat us. Um, they've got a lot of paths at, at Harrison, um, you know, of, of a lot of success. And, uh, you know, I think we have two really good football programs in the, in Farmington public schools. And I think our school district's lucky to have successful, um, you know, programs on both sides. I got tremendous respect for him and what they do. Um, you know, but we want to beat him. Talk about the impact that Coach John Bechtel, of course, um, when he was at Farmington for a long time. He, I, I know you were an assistant under him, but what is the impact that Coach Bechtel has had for you guys, for you personally? Uh, tremendous. I mean, he brought me in as a 21-year-old kid and sort of, you know, when you're 21, you think you know everything and you think you have a concept of what you would do as a head football coach. And, you know, he sort of taught me taught me the X's and O's, taught me how to run a football program, 
Um, you know, I learned a tremendous amount from him. I still talk to him a lot. You know, we run our game plan. I run my game plans by him. Um, you know, he, he's still involved. He still talks to me and, you know, sometimes tells me I'm crazy what I'm planning on doing. And <laughs> sometimes we agree. So I, that's definitely my mentor, um, father figure in my life. And, uh, a guy that I try to mold a lot of what I do as a football coach and running a football program around. Um, before we talk about your, um, the um, outlook for your um, football team coming up, um, talk about the um, uniform design over at Farmington. Of course, you used to wear the Penn State tradition, and now you kind of changed it up two years ago. So talk about how how that change has been. Yeah, so uh, I know you're the uniform guy, Sammy. So <laughs> yes. had, to, had to get a uniform question in there. Uh-huh. Um, so both us and North Farmington, I think it was, I had a I had an impact on North Farmington's jerseys. By it's the way. same jersey, Sammy. And you give them better ratings than you give us. <laughs> Maybe you just like the colors more. I don't know. Ah, uh, didn't see, say that. Busted, totally so, busted, Sammy. Busted. I say that. Long story short, we uh, our district. You know, we we both had once Harrison closed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Farmington and North Farmington were sort of up for New Jersey's. We've had ours for a couple years and them too. Mm-hmm. So we really had the same design. We got the same design on the shoulders, mm-hmm. um, the three color design. And, you know, our, our uh, colors at Farmington are blue and white. Yep. So Dark blue and thought, white. Yep. We thought that that gray was the only really other color that we could throw in there to make it make sense. And, um, you know, I like them. I think, it sort of spices up what we had before. Like you said, we had the Penn State look, but mm-hmm. um, we really have identical jerseys to North, just different colors. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, our kids really push the gray on me, and I don't wear the jerseys the kids do. So I sort of just follow their lead. That's good. That's See, always- Sammy, input, right? The kids get their input, and they got what they – if, as long Sammy, as they're I should have call, called you, man. Why? You should have called me. I should have. Oh. Next time, man. Next oh. time. Oh, next time. Okay. Um, talk about the um, Farmington Falcons. Of course, you just said you're going to be a young team this upcoming um, spring, I believe. Um, this upcoming spring. Um, you got a quarterback competition a little bit. Of course, Max Martin was there, had a really good year for you guys a year ago. So talk about how that quarterback um, competition has been going over there. You know, we, in general, before quarterbacks, we're young. Um, yeah. We're young, and like I said, we graduated 28 uh, seniors last year. Wow. We got a couple of guys coming back that, that really played a role on both sides of the ball that are juniors. But we also had an 8-1 and one JV team. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, a lot of kids that were playing JV last year as sophomores that are tremendous athletes that would usually in, in years past probably be up with us on varsity played JV. Mm-hmm. So, so there's some kids that I think that are going to come up from – the JV this year that are really going to surprise some people. So we're young, but it's not like we don't have talent. We like our athletes. Um, quarterback position wise, we do. We have a lot of, you know, we have a lot of different kids that are in there. Um, we have a senior named Justin Osdick that was a kid who came over from Harrison last year. Um, he is, you know, right in the mix to, um, to play a lot. We have a um, sophomore. Dominic Pacey, who is actually the nephew of Joe over at South Lion East. And obviously the name Pacey is synonymous with success at Harrison. And all those guys played, all his uncles and his dad mm-hmm. played at Harrison and were really successful. He's a big, tall kid, 6'4", 6'5". Wow. Can really throw the ball, but a young, young sophomore. And then we have uh, sort of our – He told me he had a Wildcat quarterback. Big yeah. time. Big yes. time. And he's a, he's a kid that's going to show up this fall. 
or sorry, spring. And, uh, you know, really, I think tear the cover off it a little bit. His name is Jalen Silver. Mm -hmm. Heard about him. He was the JV quarterback last year. He also plays some slot and some DB and just a really dynamic kid. So, you know, we're mixing up the schemes. We're mixing up, you know, giving each of those kids an opportunity. Uh, like we said about Jalen, he is sort of, I mean, they use, you use the word wildcat, but, you know, he's sort of a more of a running um, dual threat type of kid. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, no matter if, if Dominic and, or Justin become the guy, uh, we'll definitely have some sets where, Jalen is playing quarterback and you know it's very possible that Jalen just becomes the guy and we roll with what what he does best so you know it's spring I mean in fall we got 16 practices to really figure out Mm -hmm. who we are who we like and you know we can't go wrong with those kids because all three of them are good football players talk about moving up from the blue to the white last year of course second place in the blue um now you're up in the white I mean like so talk about how the white's gonna look and of course your schedule is this absolutely just brutal <laughs> yeah we just play who they tell us to play sammy we show up in the bus and we put our jerseys on and we go play football so um yeah obviously the white is i think the white is a absolute meat grinder i, I believe every team in the white has um made the playoffs last year i know c um, home went bros made it Stony everybody Creek. everybody everybody yeah. Believe everybody, mm-hmm. and then uh, crossovers with West Bloomfield and Lake Orion. Oh man, sure. that's brutal. That's <laughs> I'm not brutal. sure how you know. Supposedly coming from the blue in in the algorithm, I'm not throwing anybody under the bus here, but we were the highest rated algorithm in the white, except we never played in the white before. So mm-hmm. somehow we get the top the top two. <laughs> that's absolutely uh, brutal. You it know? is what it is. You know, yeah. we we want to play big time football, so mm-hmm. we understand that. Uh, you know. We're going to prepare for every every week and every team we play. We're not really worried about who that is. We're more worried about us and getting better. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, football's football. It is. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, when you look at, um, when you look at, of course, the outlook for Farmington, I mean, like, there is expectation now. You know what I mean? When you look at it, of course, I know you're a young team, but, you know, but when you look at it, of course, moving up the division, you know, you just got to step up. You know what I mean? Amen. I mean, that's what we, we tell our kids. We want to play in big time games. So we're going to be playing in a lot of them. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's better to have expectations than to not have expectations. So we were, we were playing sort of the uh, sleeper for the last couple of years. And, um, you know, I think we sort of woke some people up. Mm-hmm. Now we get to play big time football. And, you definitely you know, woke me and Ian up. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? You definitely did that. And that was fun to watch I, I last year. I was trying, year. Sammy. I was <laughs> trying. Um, talk about how your kids have been, um, have been doing, you know what I mean? Like from a mental perspective, of course, um, how are they been holding up? You know, mentally? I think, I think being a 15, 16, 17 year old kid right now, um, is rough, you know, all the unknowns about, you know, are we going to play a spring season? I know we say we're going to, and what's it going to look like? Will there be fans in the stands? Um, you know, it's just, it's not easy because it's not what they are used to. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel I feel particularly bad for the seniors. You know, a lot of these kids played their whole lives waiting for this year, and it, it just doesn't look the same. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but that being said, our kids are very resilient. Um, they've worked hard all summer. Mm-hmm. They've sort of silenced the noise and just put their head down and worked. Uh, we've gotten a lot better over the summer. And now what we're saying is, you know, as a young football team, we get the whole fall to prepare to try to be a little less young when spring starts. So, um, I think they're just excited to be out there. You know, we're actually going today at, uh, 
at six o'clock. We're going to, we're going to run a football practice and, um, you know, our kids are excited to be out there, whether we're playing games now or seven months from now, mm-hmm. just being able to coach them and them being able to be out there together and the brotherhood and everything that goes with football. Uh, we're going to try to keep a glass half full approach here, and our kids are doing a good job with that. Any final thoughts before I let you go? Um, anything to say to OA Nation at all? Um, what do you say to them about the um, season and the um, outlook? You know what I mean? About to OA Nation mentally, just stay strong. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, I, I think it's, it's important for us to come together as a, you know, a league and that we're all sort of going through the same thing right now and be able to lean on each other and support each other and, um, you know, be there for each other and bounce off, you know, I've bounced ideas off of a lot of the coaches, uh, you know, Jim DeWall, Coach Carter at Oak Park, a lot of those guys and just trying, obviously we're all in a situation right now where it's unprecedented and we're not, you know, used to, doing everything we used to do, you know, football coaches are usually pretty stuck in their ways and how they do things. And now <laughs> mm-hmm. we're sort of getting, you know, turned on our head a little bit. So um, just being there for each other and, and trying to keep, you know, as much as we're not playing games in the fall, trying to keep football uh, alive and the energy behind it um, alive and, until spring and, and then go from there. And then otherwise I want to thank you guys. Cause I, I think this is great. And all the coverage you do with the OAA, I think it's awesome for our kids and our programs. And, um, you know, I think it's awesome. So thank you guys for doing that as well. Thank you for having, thank you for coming on. Um, thank you for coming on coach. Um, Corey Stroach, head coach, Farmington high school. Um, thank you for joining us. Thanks coach. Appreciate it guys. Good luck. Good luck. Thank you. You know, I well, mean, a- another good one, dude. Yeah. Um, just right out of the gate. Can I say this? Go ahead. I'm so impressed with the coaches mm-hmm. in this league. Um, I, 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 I want to suit up for these guys. Mm-hmm. You know, I, the last time I played football was in middle school. Mm-hmm. I turned into the swimmer. But, man, do I want to play football for these guys. I played football right? to my high school, my senior year of high school. Right? I mean, yeah. aren't these guys, I mean, these coaches, mm-hmm. right? How could you not be excited about football with these guys running yeah. these shows. I mean, it's it's great. You know, and I think it's and I think it's a thing. You know what I mean? It's a thing we say. You know what I mean? Is you know, they're appreciative. You know what I mean? Oh, very yeah. great, yeah, yeah. great guys. They're right? great guys. Um, mm-hmm. and you know that they have uh, everything is about the kids. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, like you said, the brotherhood, getting the guys back together. You know, being there for them. The glass is – it's easy to, to complain and say the glass is half empty, mm-hmm. but having that, that mentality of the glass is half full and we're on our way to do something together as a group, that, that goes to your mental mindset, Sam, right? We talked about last week, mm-hmm. right? That, that coach right there is saying, coach, yes, coach he's, yep. yes, he's going to keep, keep those guys together, going to keep those guys uh, I bang think that's along. That's the thing. You know, that's the thing. You know what I mean? you got to keep their spirits up. you got to keep this – it all comes down to the mental mindset. Yeah, because you know, this has been surreal. You know what I mean? Just <laughs> it's surreal. beyond surreal. Mm-hmm. A couple other things too that he mentioned there that just uh, makes you laugh because it takes you back, right? It's like we should be really, you know, gearing up for this year, and we're always reflecting back on last year because that's mm-hmm. all we have. Right. But yeah, talking about the year they had last year, Farmington, how exciting was that? And the, the unknowns and. You know the well. Remember the Harrison Capone. Yeah, well, Harrison Capone was huge. The Harrison Capone, and he ju- huge. and he admitted he goes, "Hey, yeah, filled up some holes we didn't have, right?" You know, they and, had, I mean, it addressed a lot of things. Of course, remember 
we talked about um when we talked last year about the um how Farmington TV ten that game that yeah. hyped up that game between the two undefeated state yeah. chance was there. It was great. I mean, you had the student sections, the Falcon Pack over there, yeah. decking all white, and then of course North Farmington saying, "Quote we the North." You know yes. what I mean? That was and crazy. it was great to see that community showcased like that. Because mm-hmm. usually, I mean. Yeah, we're North Oakland County, so we have the Lake Orion, Clarkston, Oxford. You know, these big guys. You know, we kind of. But you go you down know, south. But you go down south, man. That was great. That mm-hmm. was great that all, all the eyes in the OAA were down there looking what's happening down here in Farmington. Well, remember, North. Well, but then you got awesome one to two with those two teams. I mean, yes. the strength of schedule component. Yes. You know what I mean? Because when we talked about oh, them did, last yes. year. You know, who we, had the harder schedule? Who had the harder schedule? I yeah. thought North Farmington had a harder schedule than yeah. North than in Farmington. But what Farmington did to Oak Park in the playoffs, yes. which is insane. Yeah. I still cannot believe that they upset Oak Park. I mean, pretty much. But the biggest <laughs> head-scratcher for me, honestly, was that Seaholm disaster in mm. Groves. That was just mm. insane. I mean, yeah. but. But you, but uh, I, I real, I'm glad you asked him about the expectations, right? Mm-hmm. Because now there's not a lot, but well, there, there wasn't. I mean, you know, it's kind of like you, you have a good season, you, you know, here and there. But now the expectations have been raised. Mm-hmm. Now you have a rivalry that is interesting with it, North I mean, Farmington. Yeah, man, and now it's only two, mm-hmm. right? Instead of three. Yeah, so there's focus there. Mm-hmm. So and um, of course, the majority that's exciting. Of, and the majority of North Farmington staff came from Harrison. <laughs> yeah. Are now at are now at North. So. Yeah, it, it's it's they got a lot of good, uh, good things going on over there. Oh, down there, yeah. And um, I it's just we're excited to see what happens with them and. Uh, good luck to Coach and his team through the rest of the season and as we move along. Of course, we'll be reporting on it. Sam, you'll be on Obviously. top of all of that information. I've got the football previews <laughs> all written out, and um, basically, and basically, you know, I've had to shelve them for a little bit. You know what I mean? I'm not deleting them or anything. I'm just no, I had to, yeah, it's I, go, I had to shelf shelf them a little bit. And you know? do you have to retool them because if they're starting after the new year, right? We have we've already heard um, we've already heard kids about that aren't going to be. Yeah, we've heard about kids that are not going to come and play. I the mean, top line recruits who are. And we talked about this on. last week, especially with Clarkson. You know what I mean? Especially with their impact, they're going to lose Dillinger, Spindler, yep. Cozen's going to be leaving as well. I mean, like. That's a huge loss for Clarkston. Yeah, and don't you think more names will be coming out in Most the next week or West two? Most likely, West Bloomfield component with Donovan Edwards possibly leaving. I mean, like we don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> and so you're going to have to rewrite those uh, previews. <laughs> uh, maybe more editing them. Yeah, maybe. editing. Yes. You know, I've already got at least. Good point. I got about at least twenty-four pages. That's probably the lowest I've had for football previews in a long time. Um. Yeah. And. Well, and I think a lot of that's because we had media day this year. Yeah, no media day, which is even crazier. It's hard. Yeah, to do, but this know? is kind of the the week after week media day in a way. Don't sort you of. see it, right? Yeah, if we get the coaches yeah, in get, here, we're hearing. If we get all, if we get all twenty-one coaches in, that would be great. We've got, I think, at least we've had at least three. We're, yeah, we're good yeah, start. yeah, yeah. It is a good start, and I hope we can continue because it adds an element. It it, it allows uh, the coaches, re- to, get their the coaches to to one. Get that information out to the community. Get their thoughts out. Thoughts out. Yeah, you, some frustrations, right? We've sure. heard. We've heard. I've heard a over lot the last of them. Three weeks. I've heard a lot of them. You know yeah. what I mean? And like, and I know me and you have both been 
Yeah. Frustrated. Um, yeah, we're frustrated. Angry. Angry, yep. <laughs> I mean, like... We're laughing here and having a good time. This is our therapy. Would you say, Sam, this is our, sure, our this venting is session? Yeah, this is our venting <laughs> session, yes. Yeah, let the teapot, a uh, little steam off the teapot there, just to uh, keep us uh, mm-hmm. sane, yes. if you will. Um, now we got to get to a little bit of a serious news, of course. Mark Yole's, um decision, basically, to just... Was it a decision or no decision? It was weird. It was a weird... We it thought the 20th weird. was going to be, okay, 20- this is it, man, let's go. Well, what happened was was Make Mark a decision. was Mark Yo basically gave Nehemiah gave the decision to clear the go ahead. The problem is is Governor Gretchen Whitmer's executive orders. Yeah, those are the problems. Now, is it a matter of orders that are in place or interpretation of those orders? Do, do you know the specifics? Because I was like, yeah, we got soccer coming, and I was so confused because. I got a couple of people texting me going, hey, it's on. Soccer's on. We're good to go. And then I'm like, cool. This is great. This is great news. So, yeah, you know, and volleyball also, and, you yeah, know, then, I didn't hear anything about volleyball. We're like, soccer, at least something's happening, right? That's good news. And then, and then, of course, you read, you the, M Live. <laughs> you read the M Live article yes. from, was it John, John, um, John Jackson? I, I can't believe? remember his can't name. Remember I know. Name. Then I read that. I'm like, wait a minute. He said, "There's nothing of the sort that things are wide open unless you live in the UP. Unless you live in the UP, or, or you're what? What they say? Cross country, city, or yeah. Alpena area. But, but like, uh, cross country, uh, tennis, tennis, golf, golf got are all the green lights. They're all yeah. green lights. Um, so now the volleyball and um, swimming and diving are still and outdoors, it, and yet they can't get in the get indoors. inside. And which is what I don't understand. So." You know, we were we got into a night. We should have been recording, but because we got in a nice discussion, pretty, pretty intense one before mm-hmm. we went on the air. Of you know, and it just shows our frustrations, right? It does. And uh, was it uh, here in Lake Orion? There's a an outdoor pool at a, a at Great at a Lake club. Lake club so, yeah, yeah. Uh, employee free, tested free positive. I heard about that. Uh, the lifeguard tested positive. So the teams were like water polo teams, swim teams were practicing over there. You got to get out and you got to get tested now. So like, where do we go from here? And because you have to have a lifeguard on duty when you have people in the facility. Mm-hmm. Even though probably half the swim team's a lifeguard anyway. Yeah. You know, or the coach is there. I don't know if the coach is considered a lifeguard or not. Um, but they have to have like I know Lake Orion's got a new girl swim coach. Yes, that's news too. Mm-hmm. And um but but with it is like that that you're outside and you still had exposure. Yeah. And... Right? So now we're gonna move them indoors. What's gonna happen? Here's the thing. I mean, like if let's say if Whitmer were to, you know, lift the ban on school gyms, you know what I mean. But the fact that most of these kids are right now in remote learning, you know what I mean. Yeah. It basically means the building is basically open. Yes. See, I'm yes. So, what was the concern? Too many kids packed together too right. tightly, too especially in the mega high schools mm-hmm. like Clarkston, Lake, Lake Orion, Oregon, Oxford. Oxford, and you know. Yes, that that is a, a concern for the spread, right? Mm-hmm. Those buildings are empty, right? So the, these teams of let's say you know what's on, get yeah, what JV freshman mm-hmm. and uh, varsity. varsity volleyball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how many te- how many uh, players total are in there? Probably around 15, 15, 16, You know what I mean? Okay, fifteen, sixteen then each. Let's coaches, say twenty yeah. just for fun. Mm-hmm. Well, with the coaches added in, if you put twenty people in the gym to practice, pull them out. The next twenty go in, right? You're the, Exposure's still limited. Yeah. Right? Still limited. And if you have a game, yeah, you're gonna have to have more in there. But the other, you know, it's just so frustrated, Sammy. Because it's like if there's nobody in that building, mm-hmm. why can't it 
the like you said a mini bubble. Mm-hmm. You said how can it's a mini bubble? How can the high schools do the bubble? Yeah, said, this is the closest you're going to get. This is the closest you're going to get to a bubble because when you really look at when you look at the possibility of a bubble, you know what I mean. We've seen professional sports teams have done it, but yep. I know it's I know it's from a high school and they have deep pockets and they have deep pockets. Colleges, it's a very very impossible to do. Um, but I, high school, well, high school, it's possible. I don't. I don't know if it's possible. There's so many moving parts, and so many different communities are experiencing different things, right? As you get closer to the city, you know, to uh, Detroit, you know, the city center, that's where it was pretty rampant, you know, the, mm-hmm. the virus and exposure. And, and things. especially in Southern Oakland County. Correct. And so when you talk about pro sports, they have deep pockets. They can rent out Disney or whatever the resort was for the or, NBA uh, or two center, you know, like NHL. NHL, right? College, I think there's a possibility, especially in basketball, because again, the numbers college are down. Hoops, yes. Right? College yes. hoops. This is where it comes down to. I think college hoops, you can definitely do a bubble. Because look at MSU, send them home. Mm-hmm. Keep the and so athletes were kept on campus, mm-hmm. right? You so, can or do there. a bubble. You can take do them a all, throw them in a dorm, and that's where you live. That's where you eat. This is where you study. And then you go to practice together. You mm-hmm. come back. College hoops, you can definitely do a bubble. I think you can do it. Mm-hmm. It's a matter of getting the other colleges who are saying, like MSU sent everybody home, remote learning. Mm-hmm. U of M, they're on campus. Right. But the NCAA, and we talked about this, the NCAA could possibly do this bubble. You know what I mean? It, it could do it. For the, for the you, tournament in you, March, you can absolutely do it. Put, I mean, up, you, you put up some. <laughs> you virtually do it anyway. You know what I mean? You virtually do it anyway. Because put up some have, cots in the Chrysler Center and the, uh, uh, and the Breslin Center, and uh, that's where you live. That's where you eat. That's where you study. Just lock them up in the arena. But you virtually have like a bubble <laughs> anyway. When you look at the NCAA tournament, I mean, like you know, you have kind of, yeah. You know, it makes sense, doesn't it? You I just don't I mean? see a tournament happen. I just want a regular season, man. I want a regular season. I want a regular season postseason. You know what I mean? Well, post-season, postseason where it's where the money's made. That's where the that's where you get the casual fan turning in and seeing what this is all about. But um, at this point, I'll take anything. And I think what was I know, watching professional cornhole the other day on the Ocho or whatever? I was like, man, is this what it come down to? I, I Sammy actually tuned into professional cherry pit spitting. I need I, <laughs> I watch Stanley Cup playoffs all the time. I I watch yes. because technically my hockey team's in the playoffs right yeah. now. Um, but when I look at of course the um, but when I look at um, the bubble, it, it works. Yeah, and for like high school, it's like that's the thing. It's like, high school, and, and, and you're in a league like the OA, which is a tight knit Oakland County community. You know what I mean? It's tight knit well, Oakland it, County. Yeah, and it, it almost could work. Well, we talked about it last week. It's kind of like, can you can you get a micro group together? I, I know you have the red and white and the blue, and this is how it's set up. But it's like, do we need to focus it down tighter? Like we said, do you get Lapeer involved Lapeer, with Davis Oxford? And Blank. Yeah, and the, so I think it, that's another possibility. You know what I mean? A it's, modified, a modified. I don't know, man. The regional, yeah. It's, Are it's, we reinventing the wheel? I think you know <laughs> when you look at a course from a geographical standpoint. Yeah. You know, you know. I think you know it could work. You know what I mean? Because yeah. let's say if you're in the Farmington area, you know what I mean. You're pretty close to Livonia. You know what I mean? In Wayne yeah. County. Yeah, but I can also see Farmington. You know what I mean? They could, they could. I mean, like they could, they they could 
It's you pretty go, close you could go west. You right. could you go start west. play teams on the west side. Right. Yeah. And then you could play, you know, clearly with the big three with Lake Orion Oxford and um Clarkson, you have Lapeer Davison and and um and um Grand Blank. Okay. So yeah. you know, Lapeer Davison and um Grand Blank. You know what I mean? Possibly yeah. that makes a lot of sense too. You know what and I that, mean? And that's and it doesn't just um impact Football. I mean, that no. could be all. Okay, all sports, so, go, so hey, for this year, this is this is your focus. This is who gets to play. But if the league does go, you know what I mean, to more of a regional setting, you know, it could be for health reasons. Yeah, it, it, it's pot. It's it's looking more and more like if you go more of that format, you know. Yeah. You look at, of course, other leagues. You know what I mean. Considering that, you know, you look at the Macomb Area Conference. They have different counties, and then of course we look at the Ottawa Kent. That's a whole another animal there. <laughs> And then yes. the Saginaw Valley, of course, you know yeah. what I mean? You're um you got virtually your southernmost schools in Lapeer County, and then you go up the year and then your north northernness is all the way up in Isabella County. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. That's brutal enough. So I don't know. I it, what we were talking gonna... to, I mean, and the bubble standpoint, you know, mm-hmm. you to to take a couple steps back. Um I was thinking, it's like, why can't we have like a modified rule or a modified executive order or something like that? Um, I don't want to get into politics. It no. just gets ugly. But it it's like, ugly. why can't we, uh, you know, look at it and say, um, I mean, last week we talked, it was in Athens. They had, yeah, Coach not, Billy Keenest, yes, yeah. Keenest. We had not one football player. Or anybody, I assume, on campus exposed to this thing, mm-hmm. right? Nobody tested positive. Mm-hmm. Bonus, right? That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, we heard Seaholm had some had kids, but it was before practice, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I, have we heard of anybody else? But is there a way to say, hey, go practice, try the mini bubble or a micro bubble, like we're saying, since the schools will be empty? Mm-hmm. Um, at least some of them will. I guess we're here in Oxford's doing a hybrid. Oxford, or, hybrid, yep. Um, you know, some others, uh, Brandon's going to do. But the majority of the schools in the OA are going If you're going remote. remote, that means the exposure to other people is way down. Mm-hmm. Why can't you say, okay, let's do an experiment? And, and, Go and, in and, and play. Small... Go into the gyms and play. If one person gets exposed, you're down for two weeks. Those are the rules. <laughs> right? And you, those, that's just how it works. And then once every every school, you come back in and you pick it up again. That's, that's a good. That's a you know good, what I mean. Mm-hmm. Why can't Except, we just say, hey, these? That's and that's the confusion and that's mm-hmm. the frustration. I know you and I and others are running into is this confusion of what are the what are the rules? Mm-hmm. What that's the confusion. <laughs> or the or confusion. set some rules mm-hmm. so we don't sit there and guess around like damn it, just say, hey, frustrated. You know the when Mark the, Yo went off yeah. on the Hughes show. You know what I mean, like. I understand parents and coaches' frustration. I get it. You know what I mean? And I know a lot of people are looking at a scapegoat. Who are you going to blame? And Mark Yo has, I think, unfairly taken a lot of criticism. There's there's no win. There's no win. Right? And No win. I mean, he shut down the season on his own kid. Mm-hmm. And people were calling him, uh, you know, I don't believe crocodile tears. I mean, it was disgusting. I know. It's like he runs an organization that is trying to protect the, the health of Mark kids. We got to get Mark on this show. We got to get him on this you show. Think, I don't know if he'd come on. Uh, you don't think he would? I don't know. We got to get him on. Hey, I mean, hey, like, uh, reach uh, we, maybe uh, uh, Mark Yell, if you're maybe, listening to this, I know you do. I maybe mean, John like, Johnson um, will do it. He he knows about uh, sure. 
you know, Lake Orion Athletics and the, the broadcasting stuff we do here in Lake Orion. Sure, but um, sure, he but, might come on. He might, but I think it'd be good. But he's um, the PR guy. I don't. Th- I don't see. The, yeah, but I think if we get the if we get if we get like the big if we get the big fish, that'd be great. If we get the big guy, that'd be great. Big um, fish should be great. You know what I mean? The 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 next level of OAA now. <laughs> that would be right. The next that level. would be a huge. You know, huge that would get. be the next level. Be a huge get. Um. But it's I I completely understand his frustration. It's like mm-hmm. you, you you don't make a decision, you're you're the enemy. You make a decision, you're the right. enemy. Right. But then of course, I think what y'all did was everything he could do was because now the court is in Whitmer's hands. Because yeah, yeah, now yeah. with the executive order and all these confusion now parts. It, no, I don't want to get political. No, I'm assuming it's the executive order that says less than 100 or 100 no more than 100 people or not 100. Uh 10 people. Ten people indoors. Ten people indoors. And what is it outdoors? A hundred, right? Hundred. Okay. So there's no reason why you can't do it. Outdoors. So what's a soccer match? You got eleven, eleven. Yeah, eleven. Plus 11. Uh, another maybe ten, eight on the bench. Mm-hmm. And then of and course, the camera guy. And the camera guy. And then of course you have to score the timekeeper, and you know. Yeah. So that's there's okay. no reason why they. It's under hundred people. Soccer. It's under hundred people. And I the understand only- it's a contact sport. Yes, I get it. Mm-hmm. I go, but. Put a mask on. Can you play with a mask on? Sure you can. I mean, like, you can play with a mask I don't on. Running. I, it, volleyball, you can definitely. Volleyball, I, for sure, you I can don't wear see a mask. why you couldn't wear a mask playing volleyball. Mm-hmm. Volleyball, you can wear a mask playing volleyball. And that's you even. Know? And you can separate. And here's the thing. When you have the gyms, you know what I mean? And I think the NBA has proven this to be successful. Spread the chairs out. You can spread everything out. You, you know? You can move. Spread you it out can spread feet. it out. But I would say even uh, just for the added security, it's like. Here at Lake Orion, you can divide the gym in half, right? Sure. You could have two games going simultaneously, JV mm-hmm. in one side, or freshman JV, and then varsity's mm-hmm. the third. You could get them done where you would only have those people. It's it's all about, for me, it's about speed. How fast can we get these games in and for done vo- for that's, safe? That's for volleyball. But yes. for basketball, you know what I mean? You could definitely separate the chairs. You could. Yeah. You, know, you don't you, have you to could. put them in together. You don't have to put them together. I would say, I mean, we're, you know, like you said, uh, organizations like on TV, we're making plans. We are ready to go, mm-hmm. to go to the soccer field and live stream these games. We've put infrastructure in. We've got the technology and the equipment to do so, and we're ready to go. So people can watch the games. Yes, you're going to have to pay for it. If you wait a couple days, mm-hmm. you can get it for free. And this is but what makes a station like ONTV vital. Well, community media, you community know, media in general, it's vital. like we are all about our local Communities. Mm-hmm. That's all we serve. Mm-hmm. That's who we serve. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And uh, I know. Please I know. support your local community media center. I know. FCC wants us to go away, and cable, big cable, wants us to go away badly. I know. But look at this. I mean, but we do success. This, like you, Sam. Mm-hmm. You know, you started this thing. I'm, I know. I'm just Ed McMahon sitting over here going, <laughs> uh huh, uh huh. <laughs> yeah. I'm the sidekick uh, flunky. But, but um. But it's. But you know, it's. I don't know where we go, dude. Um. Do they need to modify the 10 people only inside to, can we put it to 40? If you put it at 40, you know what I mean, 40, 50 you people. You can do a game. You can do a game, absolutely. I just want the athletes and the coaches in there and do a game. And you got to look at the mental component to this. You know what I mean? Like, And I've, and I've stressed this on yeah, you... the last four last <laughs> months. And to me, it's just, if it's, it's paramount. You know what I mean? The mental component i know there's people that look at safety you know what i mean people that look at safety you know what i mean but the mental paramount 
Yeah. It's, it's, it's important. We should talk, uh, start reaching out some athletic directors. I'd like to have Chris Bell in, you know, from mm-hmm. Lake Orion, because it's, uh, we need more guidance on liability and things for a school district. If it's, you know, if they, they can't give, they can't open up the schools to say, hey, because I've heard some, some high schools and things that, you know, they're part of. And I know Ferndale, you know what I mean? Ferndale basically closed, said no fall sports this year. You know what I mean? Oh, did they? Yeah, they basically. Everything's said, shut down. Yeah, they said no football, no um. Because I know spring. up here tennis is going, I believe golf, and mm-hmm. my son's still practicing cross country every day. So, um, yeah, it's the... it's just one of those. I'd love to get some, oops, making a mess over here. Get some guidance from, um, you know, some of the upper echelon people making decisions or thing... having to disseminate that information to everyone. And the thing with athletic directors, you know what I mean? Like, they don't know what's going on because they need <laughs> guidance from the MHA as well. That's because, true. You know, so. Because you got to fall under their rules, you got to fall under their rules, obviously. I mean, like, and that's the thing that's where, um, that's where it's the most, that's where, you know, it goes the MHA because, you know, because the athletic directors are based in the same boat as we are as a community because they don't know what, they don't know what's going on. Yeah. They don't know what. And that goes back to the whole Clear communication. What do we transparency? Transparency. Well, transparency is one thing, but clear communication of what's the right and wrong, or what you can and cannot do. Here in Lake Orion, when this whole COVID thing blew, you know, blew wide open, and people are going, "What's going on?" The community rallied around each other and worked together. All the the government agencies, us, the schools, mm-hmm. the, the nonprofits, but all got together, have, all and we shared information. Right, you shared information. Right, so yeah. everybody knew what's going on. That the local government was here giving out. Accurate information, timely information for people to know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Are we getting that on on these types of subject matter? You know, th- th- right now, I don't think we are. You know, I, there's a lot of guessing going on. There's, there is a lot of guessing going on. There's a lot of uncertainty and going on. <laughs> and I know the local community, you know, but I think it comes down on. And I know I don't want to get political, but it comes to state level because. Well, they're ultimately making the rules, the right? The state is ultimately the ones making the rules right now. It's it, not the MHA, it's the state. Correct. And it, 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 my initial reaction to hearing what happened on the 20th, because, man, I was looking forward to that day going, okay, finally, we're going to get some answers, because we're always looking for that light at the end of the dang mm-hmm. tunnel. And I go, here's the 20th. Great. I'm like, sweet. It's in. What's the announcement? I'm like, what? The you MHA <laughs> basically gave the go-ahead, and he, he, but... When and you it, look at regions one through one through five and seven are and, it, and initially my thought was they punted. I they totally yes, punted. They punted. But, but what I, what but what other route did they have? They I don't, really I don't had know no if clear, they had no. They really had no recourse. clear recourse. They really had no clear recourse, and I think that's <laughs> the reason why everybody was thinking, okay, the twentieth, we're all excited, hey. we're, and then all of a sudden, but then Marky also said something really interesting. This week, he expects a decision from the governor's office. That's what he said on the Hughes See, show. Now, if she doesn't, there's going to so. be trouble. Well, I, I know probably a lot of the listeners out there, I'm sure you do not do not turn into all of these press conferences Whit- Whitmer uh, uh, releases every week, right? I'm <laughs> As of the nature of our business here at ONTV, we, we tune in. We record these things. Yep. We watch them, and we re-air them for our community to see. Right, mm-hmm. because they can go under the radar. We want make True. we want to make sure what what they're saying in Lansing is being heard and seen down here in Lake Orion. True. And I was waiting. Was it Friday? 
like Friday, she usually has her week, you know, the, the end of the- She has them on Wednesday. Like Wednesdays. Yeah, right. So it's like the last one we had, I'm like, okay, I'm tuned in, I'm watching, and I'm like, they're saying a whole bunch of nothing. They're yeah. giving all this great news. Hey, this is good news. This is great stuff. We're doing a and great job. And, down, then, and then they go, sorry, we're not open. I'm like, well, I thought we were doing comes, great. It comes down to, and for me. It's maddening. And for me, for me, this is the local level. Not the local level, but the state level. The state level is the one that I, I completely have a problem with. Yes, right I now. know. And the state <laughs> level is probably the one I have the most problem. Not the local level. I think the local no, level. No, no, yeah. Local yeah. level, everything's transparent. But when you go up the state level, that's a problem. The the only issue I have at the local level is, um, again, nobody's used to this sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Nobody. You know, the only thing I would have requested as a parent with an athlete practicing um, amongst his teammates who somebody tested positive for or, you know, allegedly tested positive for COVID is that if there's going to be contact tracing by the schools, which I understand is the it's case. It's hard to do. It's hard to do, but I understand that's that's in their purview. And if it happened, you got to let everybody else know because then we can calm down, mm-hmm. right? Because if we just get half information or we don't get it all, uh, that that's a problem. That's but problem. but then again, like I said, there's no manual for this. There's no manual, and you know you get the first kid ever on your campus to have you know to to test positive. It's they go, basically... okay, here you go, and you go well. We got to kick the tires and say, do we? How can we improve the next time if it happens? That's the thing, you know. You know and I, I get mean, that. that's the thing. It's it's but hard. But that's my. You're right. It's on the hard. state level. The state level. They're the I ones think there holding the be, reins. Yeah, it's the state level for me. I I need to hear more transparency. I need to hear more. I just want some detail and say, okay, um, we're under an emergency. When aren't we? You know, like what what level of infection rate or what I level know. of this or that, uh, community-wide or county-wide, can we be to to say, okay, at least we can have something to shoot for. I know. You know, is there, do they even know? They Have they even formulated a... I don't know what a, they even know. This is when things... <laughs> Man, we got off topic. I know. <laughs> it's hard. But it's, you know, but, but it's, it, but it's it, passion. It, affects, it it's, affects, it affects their kids, too. Absolutely. It's passion for the, the, the work that these kids put in. And I, I feel for the seniors. I lift... I, you know, I know you've just, been through it. It all comes back again, like, uh, you know, what we were talking about today with the uh, coach. It was, um, you know, the seniors. It's so heartbreaking to see that happen. And could it happen to the juniors as well? But there is a positive here. I mean, you're going to get 16. If you are play football and you have, like, um, spring sports, you do get 16 extra practices. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. That, that is that, a positive. That is absolutely a positive. And they said, go, uh, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Do your 16. So you get your 16 practices and then – I'm assuming it's that's off-season good. training yeah, after the winter. Good. You know what? That's very good. You know what I mean? I think that that's a very good thing. You know what I mean? Especially that... getting into um, winter. school and winter and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. You, you, like you said, the mental aspect. You got your camaraderie there for some period. And... I think that does help. You know what I mean? When you have those practices because to be together. And in spring sports as well. Because when you look at spring sports, I mean, obviously, you know what I mean? Like um, they didn't have a season last year. And, yeah, I know. <laughs> and the fact that they're going to have this time to practice together for 16 practices, you know what? I take it. Yeah, I, you t- yeah, absolutely. You take what and, you get. Absolutely, and I was uh, pleasantly surprised that, that that came down, that they could do that. I was really happy for them that they could do it. You yeah. know what I mean? Because, you know. And of, <laughs> of all the years 
that this is going down. The weather or it's beautiful. It's been insane. Like it's been it's beautiful. Great. It's been great. It's not like a freezing, you know, fall didn't come early. It's like perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, but I want to punch this we've glass. Had, we've had weather. We've had <laughs> well, we've had weather where it's just been just absolutely just horrible. Nasty. Yeah, yeah. We've had uh, complete and utter non coverage in springtime because it was snowing until April. And then it rained until June. You know, you can play football in <laughs> snow, right? Yes, you can. You can. Now, I heard something, too. Um, now, this might be where we get the ADs involved, is if they're playing in the spring, are they talking March? March, maybe. Or April? I mean, have we gotten a, like a I've been hearing between date? March and um, I've been hearing between. You said seven months. Yeah. late. I've been hearing between March and um, between March through May. And then maybe a hybrid spring season from May. To July. May. Okay. Because so, I'm like, if they started it in the snow, um, how does that impact the field? I mean, a lot of artificial fields out there. A lot of new ones going in over the last couple in, years. A of course, you know. Um, around the OAA. So someone goes, oh, my, everybody's know, my damage got new, the field. Everybody's got new fields now. Everybody's got new fields. Of course, of course, you look Would at. Would they impa- be impacted if they were frozen still and you're out there playing on them? I mean, can you? Because you, they don't have heaters. You no, know, they like don't the have college. heaters. But, you know, but when you look at. You go through if, the heater and you could clean go through off the, the heater, lines. clean up the lines, <laughs> and then of course, remember the Pontiac Silverdome days? Oh gosh, yeah. You know, those are that could well. You know, happen. I mean, well, they got the soccer dome at OU. Sure, you got you the could soccer play dome over OU. there. Yeah, you can play over there, but you got to create goalposts and all that. Yeah, that's true. So that's but it's be big hard. enough. Soccer it's field's larger than football field. Sure, it's big enough to do it. Um, and then um, but I'm really happy for the spring sports. You know what I mean? To at least get 16 practices in. Yes, uh, to at least do something to um, mingle with your teammates and your classmates and such. It's um, that, and that's one of the reasons I I, I was telling my uh, my family was discussing cross country, and I still can't understand how it is considered uber low risk, unless I mean we know modifications are coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, to we're not going to have monster jamborees and all that kind of no, stuff. No I, and jamborees. going back to the uh, day when I was in high school and you had dual meets. Mm-hmm. You know, all that dual meets. I, I really enjoy dual meets. I think know? a dual meet would be great, but it'd be if it's a time trial, you still have the aspect of racing. You still have mm-hmm. the other team there. You guys right. separate, but then you run at different times. I think that's a great idea. Right, dual meets like they do in track season, like cross country and track. Correct. You think they should do that? Um, I think they yeah, should do that uh, for cross country. Uh, cross country, I think it's, it's the only way. I think it's the only way they're going to be able to it's do it. It's more meets. It's more meets. Even though it's even with more meets, you know what I mean? More opportunity to get you um a chance to um. Get you in the regional, maybe. Yeah, yeah. The it's it's the only way they can do it. Mm-hmm. You know, but uh, our family was talking about it, going, "Hey, even if there are no meets, you can still practice. Why Absolutely. can't the team get together? Even if it's like not sanctioned by the coach official, you, you can ba- still you have a team teams, and practice. Basketball and teams even like yes. doing this as well. I mean, like it makes a lot Is of sense. Mental, at, right? Go back. If you can get together with your teammates and your friends and things and run and practice and just mm-hmm. mingle and have that social aspect, it takes away that isolation. It takes away the isolation. It takes away that dejection. You know, it <laughs> takes away. It takes it away for about a couple hours. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it helps you look forward to the next day if you get another one going. It does. Yeah, and I know it. I know it's hard. So okay, so with with this being the case, the announcement that yes. Tennis is underway. I saw out on the west side, um, Grand Rapids area. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've already had 
contests and mm-hmm. uh, and tennis. They uh, you know duels and or two I know teams they coming started together. the OA. I know they started OA competition. Did they? Yes. Okay. So we've never covered tennis before. Uh-huh. <laughs> so we may have to. Well, if, the best if that's team, the only game in town, we're going to have to get out there. Team, the best team right now in tennis would be in the boys' side of things for tennis. It's boys' tennis. Um, I would say Clarkson right now has to really? be. Has to have the advantage there. I mean, like, but there is still. But Seaholm's going to be a team to watch. Um, we're going to have to call some tennis coaches. Uh-huh. <laughs> I Tell mean, us about the season. I played some tennis, you know what I mean? Ooh. Tennis is good. Good sport. Oh, no, but... sure. Yeah, it is. But, uh, man, I am not good at it. Uh, There's is... a reason why I went I'm into the water. Ten- <laughs> I'm not bad at tennis. I'm really, be honest with you, I'm not bad at tennis. Um, you just got to. Gotta... Well, we're going to have to start doing some research on tennis, uh, <laughs> Sam. A little out of our wheelhouse. Got but got cross country, you know what cr- I mean? Hey, I, I can do that. I, I got can... cross country. <laughs> I can figure that out. Um, And then, of course, you know. If they do, if, let's golf? say if the MH, let's say the, if Whitmer decides to lift the ban on volleyball and soccer, yeah. you know what I mean? Then we got something, you know Soc- what I mean? Soc- we're going to have soccer, soccer coverage. Soccer, when you look at you soccer, the top teams in soccer are obviously the Rochester, Detroit. Um, both of them are going to be just yeah. solid. Yep. Um, but yeah, we're going to bring all that stuff to you. Yep. So. But it's, you know, I, I was it's really hard. hoping we had soccer. It's hard right now. I wish that too. <laughs> it's an outdoor sport, but yeah. I don't know what's been going on. To be honest with you. So we're waiting. When's the next meeting or the press conference? Sam? Oh goodness, I don't know. Don't this week though. You said so. Mark right? Yell said on the Hughes show that he expects a decision from the governor's office this week. And I'm assuming a presser. So Wednesday. I'm assuming a presser could be Wednesday, Thursday, or she can do it via executive order. Um. Something this big, it seems like she'd have to explain it. Yeah. You could do executive order, but you got to explain it. But some of the executive orders that she has done, unfortunately, has, has no explanation. No explanation I mean, you have the explanation in the order, but sometimes you're like, eh. Heh. But yeah. uh, what does that mean? But anyway, I, I'm hoping, again, Me we're looking too. at another, we're looking out in the future going, Me hey, we're going to get an answer on this. We got to get an answer. I mean, to me, I, it, it comes down, for me, it comes down to transparency with the state and i i just don't think right now that she's been transparent with the with the public and i'm not being mean to you, you know what I no, mean? no no you're not being mean to me and um my my thing is and i don't want to get too deep on it because well, we're about uh, 54 on here is um if you're sitting in lansing and you have a state to run and you're worried about funding for schools and making sure unemployment is uh, people mm-hmm. are getting food mm-hmm. and money to pay their rent Sometimes I think high school sports does not fall at the top of the list of things to do for the for the governor uh, or politicians in general. It's there. It's huge because, like we mentioned, it's jobs. Um, yeah. There's a lot of people that have jobs doing these things. The kids obviously are positively impacted when mm-hmm. they get to participate in sports. Um, but then again, this whole whoa, health, you know, and you can't forget that stupid virus is out I know. there doing its Still thing. Still out there. But so, you know, but hope for the better. Yes, and I hope I hope that stack of papers that the high school sports uh, topic creeps a little higher in the pile. Yeah, it should <laughs> not to the bottom of the pile. Not the bottom pile. It should be on top. <laughs> Got to get it on the top of the pile. So my final thoughts this week. Um, hope everybody's staying healthy, staying safe. Um, 
We'll get those together. Yes, absolutely. They and we'll be do. here. We'll try to report what we can, get the interviews out there. Sammy, mm-hmm. thanks for scheduling those. I think it's worked out great. Yep. All right, I'm going to sign off, everybody, here. Um, take care, everybody, and see you all next week, everybody. See you, Sam. Boy, and now it's produced by Sammy Termino. The views on this show are his and his alone, and sometimes mine. What was that? Sometimes yours. Sometimes mine. <laughs> If you'd like to make your podcast, give ONTV a call at 248-393-1060. Again, when we hear the news that sports are wide open, ONTV will be there. And I'm sure your community centers, uh, media centers will be out there covering these sports as well. That's it for this edition of OA Now. We'll see you next week. See ya!